Hello and welcome to a very emotional final wrap-up podcast from Gamescom 2012. It is the final day. Some of us are, well, all of us are heading out and catching our planes and going our separate ways after today. Yep, going yam. We're going back to the Ass- home. Assuming we haven't lost our passports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. I'm allowed out of the country. <laughs> yeah, it's still giving you here on charges. You'll probably attempt to leave the country illegally and get fined. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll probably get arrested crossing the road to get to the airport. So the voices you've just heard are from the EA community team, which EA underscore Action Man on Twitter has uh, brought us out here to cover EA's games. Hopefully you've been listening to all of our podcasts throughout the week. They've been very informative. We've had some fantastic guests come on. So special thanks to Chris Priestley and Jess Merizan from Bioware and Mike Reed from Crytek who came on the podcast to speak to us and share some of their wisdom. Yeah, they were lots of fun as well. We needed knowledgeable people because we were sort of lacking. (laughs) (laughs) What I would say is that in the meantime, uh, you have the opportunity for the rest of eternity to go back and listen to the previous podcast if this is the first one you're listening to. Um, We're obviously going to make it seem as awesome as it was, so you'll want to do that anyway. But but give us a chance and uh, tune into the earlier ones as well. You could, yeah, go go in backwards chronological order. Why not? Like Mm. um, Memento. You can you can you can notice us becoming less and less informed. (laughs) Yeah, and getting more and more energy as you listen to the reverse. This wrap-up podcast, we're going to go around the room and we're going to talk about our standout moments and our favourite games mm. of Gamescom 2012. Mm. So we'll start with Dan. Dan, what, what have you been liking since you've been here? My highlight of Gamescom has really been to have met and to have been hanging out with such fine gentlemen uh, as yourselves. No, oh. no Has he been hanging out with another group? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. No, I'm kidding. Um, actually, no, what really pushed... Uh, what it came to come really made me realise we, we happened to play a f- quite a few uh, multiplayer sessions of various games where our previews were multiplayer games and I'd, I think I've fallen out of uh, the habit of playing particularly online shooters with my with my group of friends mm-hmm. um, and they still all play uh, and having played Battlefield Armoured Kill mm-hmm. um, uh, Warfighter uh, uh, Bend of Honor Warfighter, Warfighter yeah. um, Crisis Hunter mode, uh, they were particular and crash side uh, favorite favorites of mine. Um, it's really got me. It's really got me going again to, to play some more, and I really want to get back and play them because uh, we had a, playing them in person. I guess really is the uh, gives you a real buzz, but it's it's the same buzz you can get online with, the, with what we have now. I think the thing that's impressed me about the different multiplayer experiences we've had a chance to play as well, and why. It has been so good for us is that every single game and I mean anyone can jump in and disagree with me if you see similarities but they all feel so different to each other yeah each game type you know the objective of each game the pacing the map layout you know the balancing of it and that's the thing as well is that sometimes in these very early stages you'll find things quite unbalanced and it just needs a little bit of fine tuning still but mm. it seems like all the modes we've been shown so far have been they've hit the nail on the head straight away with it which I've been really impressed by and also from my point of view I think uh, sometimes you come to these events and you find that there's one game that rules the roost mm-hmm. for multiplayer and you just think the rest of them are wasting their time but in this case I think there's definitely some really strong USP um, for unique selling point for each um, each one of the different experiences we had so I can totally uh, back up what Dan said I'm definitely going to get back into some more multiplayer I think right. as soon as I get back because obviously the games we've seen are not most, most of them aren't out <laughs> so I've got to get back get myself a Battlefield Premium membership mm. get back into that probably buy that thing that unlocks everything so that <laughs> Did you not, were you not walking off with that debug console from the show floor <laughs> <laughs> I can't really play that when people go on my own um, 
and then obviously that leading me into when the release of uh, Warfighter comes out and then mm. in March or February next year uh, when I can finally play some more Crisis 3 that's going to be tough <laughs> I'm not going to have Medal of Honor Warfighter is definitely going to be the one that I pick up for multiplayer because Battlefield 3 is great and it's a great technical achievement and a lot of people have a lot of fun with it but for me personally I don't like large maps with a lot of vehicles so Medal of Honor it's just too big yeah exactly you can you can die and then it'll <laughs> Richard, take, it'll Richard take, is about to leave the room <laughs> <laughs> it'll take you 10-15 minutes to get back to where you want it to be if you're going on foot like Dan yeah, but you got remember week, that, you got remember that there are squads and stuff. So if you were there, preferably with your squad, that's mm-hmm. maybe the way it's meant to be played. Yeah, I mean, straight back. Yeah, exactly. But the nice thing is, I guess, about the games that we've been given access to behind the scenes is this is the point. There is this different variety of multiplayer and multiplayer experience. Some people are not going to like one, and that's fine. And but one thing that I've noticed within all of them is that they're not just stick to that one specific style and go, okay, this is what our game's known for. That other game does that particular style. Mm. All of them have got anywhere between like two to you know ten game modes, mm. which has a different play style for everybody. So yeah. well, the Medal of Honor said there are thirty-five game modes. Yeah, so I have like no reason not to pick up every single one of these games, and my wallet's going to be hurt because of it. <laughs> but happily so. I think in, I think in light of that, they should probably have a Medal of Honor co- a multiplayer con because there's so many games modes. You can have six on each day and still have five days. Everybody's in still going to come to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Martin, what was your highlight from Gamescom? Uh, mine was definitely Crisis 3. Um, I've always wanted to play the Crisis games, like I said before, I've just used it as a benchmark to check how good my PC is. Uh, and I've never really given it a chance, because I'm not really much of a single player person, and in the past the Crisis game, um, I've basically been told that the multiplayer isn't quite up to the other games. And I'm a very social player, so if all my friends are playing Call of Duty, I'll play that. I'm happy to play whatever. But I um, picked it up here for the first time. The controls, I just mastered them straight away. So I could tell the genius behind that. And just multiplayer, we played the demo. And I actually flew through the single-player demo. And then I decided to go back. And I decided to go stealthy this time. And I just saw like the way that uh, the AI were moving around. And it's just... Uh, I could play that demo like like Matt said as well. He's played it 200 times. And I could easily play that mm-hmm. in an equal amount of time. So... Mm. I think when I get back, when I get Crisis 2, learn a bit of the lore, learn what, what the crack is, and uh, you know, sort of delve into that world a little bit more. I really enjoyed the show, and I'm going to cop out here and pick two. But that rights. is completely against me. <laughs> I'm a rebel, yeah. I'm sorry. Arbitrarily set out before Well, he's already jaywalking nowadays. <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> right, out right. of control. I need right. intervention. Ryan is <laughs> yeah. our gaming counterculture representative. <laughs> yeah. He should be allowed to have his two. Go for it then. First one. The first one is one that I've talked about on the podcast so many times this week it feels like I've not spoke about anything else and that's Most Wanted. Because yeah. I love that game mm. so much. Every, I've had a chance to play it twice this week now and it still doesn't get any more... F- I've still seen things in both demos even though I think they were essentially the same one that I hadn't saw before and it's just... I love it. It's great. And my second one is... A little bit of a personal thing for me, actually, because I managed to beat a producer of NHL 13 at their own game, and it was the first time I'd played NHL for about 10 years. Wow. And that game was really good as well, so... So is one of your favourite things at Games from 2012 yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to sound too much. <laughs> <laughs> Moving round to Rich. Rich, come on, enlighten us with your highlights. Um, many highlights, but I'm going to, for the sake of the listening audience, I'm going to contain myself to picking a favourite game. This is um, unlike you, sir. I know, it had to happen <laughs> at some stage. But no, I, I really want to talk about SimCity. Uh, 
It's something I've always been a fan of and I kind of lost hope that it would ever come back really and to see it come back but not just come back but come back so strong and so much more um, complex but also so well delivered and so playable with so many nuanced uh, avenues of, of exploration and uh, management. The incredible glass box engine which I can see becoming an engine for RTS and things like that in much the same way that uh, Frostbite 2 and, and um, the Crisis engine do. Um, it's, it's just incredible across the board. We haven't got time to talk about all of it, but I, that's the game that I'm desperate, desperate, most of all, to get my hands on to play because they've talked so much and I'm already convinced and they've said we have only talked about about 40% of what's in the game and it just looks incredible, it plays incredible. I just can't wait to get stuff. And there's bank robberies. And Bendy Roads. Bendy Roads and bank robberies. You, you can't beat that, can you? Do you want to put out there, like verbally, the idea that you put towards uh, the developers? So if it does yep. happen, yep. It, this is like the, hard this, evidence. This is Rich called it, okay? If this comes into the game, then this is because of Rich. I'm going to say ever in the history of simulation, but we'll, we'll take SimCity for now. All I wanted to see was they have um, brilliant um, data layers and um, resource planning for electricity, for transport, for water, um, for travel, as I said, uh, not just road but rail, etc. Um, I propose that they consider putting in a data layer for data, so internet connectivity, bandwidth um, as a resource for city development, particularly if you have a, maybe a technical specialization for your city. And that would give you another resource you have to manage and another thing you have to consider and another thing you can share with your neighboring cities. So um, I want to see that in there, but otherwise it is pretty much my perfect game. Is it going to have an ongoing effect on the city in that so you have a movie industry in there that will go downhill once the bandwidth goes up because everyone will be stealing all the movies and music. <laughs> Not so much stealing, it could just be using Netflix. Yes. Mm. Well, yeah, don't pay tar everyone with the same brush. But the question is, Tom, what's your view on Gamescom 2012? My favourite game and my standout game, and we haven't talked about it that much. I think there was one podcast where we talked about it. We talked a lot about Crisis because that had a big impact on us. But... I loved Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel. Mm -hmm. To Devil's Cartel. Was this purely because you slashed a man in half? Or? I slashed a man <laughs> clean in half. So, um, that was in the queue for the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, it's it's it just fantastic. The overkill mode in it is such a... Uh, step up from the previous games now that Visceral are doing it they seem to at this stage and it is again with all the games we've seen it's an early stage of development but from what I've seen they've taken what is essentially Army of Two and what it means to me and they've just amped it up and made it that much better so Army of Two the Devil's Cartel cannot wait Mm. I, predict, I particularly like the concept that rather than just being two seemingly random dudes thrust together, you're now two cool dudes working for two other dudes who have got this background. And so it seems like they're taking a little bit of the sort of the law a little bit more more in depth. And the engine seemed really cool as well. So yeah. I really want to see that in action. And it's a, a worldwide organisation that you're under, right? So there's a chance that you will bump into other, um, for, to use Medal of Honours phrasing, uh, a fire team. What, what mm. is essentially a fire team? Oh, that's true. Um, and yeah, so you'll you'll probably bump into other characters along the way. No games convention, and indeed no podcast about games conventions would be complete without awards. And so, without further ado, I hand you over to our host of the Muffacino.com Awards. The Golden Muffacinos. The Golden Muffacinos. <laughs> Muffies. <laughs> Muffies. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Richard Burley. Let's welcome him with atmosphere. Woo! 
I've got a horrible feeling these awards may be rather disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I will certainly do my best. I should preface this quickly by saying there will be no acceptance speeches for any of the awards that are given out. Thank you. Some excuses. I'm not sure anyone's going to want to. Is that Kanye? It's anyway. not going to happen today. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do, I deliberately. <laughs> I deliberately steered clear of giving Taylor Swift her golden cappuccino. Oh, okay. Purely to avoid that circumstance. I texted that. So, yeah. I'm telling you, I've got a buff. So the golden mafia chino for being a bit of a criminal. Oh. Yes, oh. we're kicking off with that one. Goes to Ryan um, for, I think, breaking the law in the country where you were visiting. Is that correct? I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. Well, I've had a letter from Ryan's uh, legal representation, <laughs> and they've disavowed all knowledge of him. So it's, he's still going to have to pay that fine for jaywalking. But there we go, that's, that's <laughs> fine. A whole five euros. Tom, flush with success at the Golden Muffachinos, is now about to receive an award. Would this be considered the Muff Rush, or...? <laughs> for, for good... <laughs> and this, um, this, this award is... Um, is perhaps also a very popular award in this category. I think we'd get a lot of votes for this. It was for most obvious question of the week. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's sort of awarded to Tom. I wonder, Tom, if could you recreate the moment? That, I'll, that I'll be the waitress for you. Okay, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> okay, go for it. You've, you've got to ask me. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what dessert would you like? Um, I'd like the cheesecake, please. The, the cheesecake? Yeah. What flavour is that? Stone Cold Expression. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a little personal uh, golden muffuccino to give out now, which is for um, uh, food of the week. And that, uh, there was a lot of choices there. Um, nachos or nachos or nachos. So vegetarians out there, if you're coming to Germany, bring an extended sandwich box. Because, uh, <laughs> and you'll never get Italian. But yeah. surprisingly, nachos don't win the best veggie dish of the week. That goes to the egg and potato dish that I ordered at the German restaurant. And the, the which had a pleasant service should be noted upon that. Oh, no, they were superb. Delight. Yes, he was, really was. he was thrilled to wait on our very needs uh, at every moment. But yeah, the egg and potato dish which I ordered, which was delicious, apart from the cunningly secreted bacon cubes. A most impressive performance of the week. Um, so that's an all-round category. And that, after much deliberation by the judges, has gone to whoever it was that cleaned my room in three minutes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Because that thing was a bombsite when I walked out of the door. I said good morning to Tom and returned to my room. At which point my socks had been neatly filed in one of the drawers. Is she um, like a ninja cleaner? Because you did, I thought you'd come downstairs, but you two have opposing yeah, rooms. Yeah, no, no, he'd come into my room and somehow... Did he close the room, door behind him? No, we no. just did not notice someone coming. You just not see her come in and out. Uh, if it was more than three minutes, I'd be surprised. I've got oh a confession God. to make. Yes. After you told me that story, I a little bit messed up my room today see how well it's tidy when it gets back I just threw my clothes on the floor yeah. actually I threw my clothes on the floor to get something out of my bag and I thought hmm. no this is a test <laughs> so, 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 so well, I'll update everyone on Twitter on how the room between uh, mm. goes um, final uh, award official award has to go to um, uh, a person that most facilitated the experience I, I like to think of them very much as the gaming super nanny of Gamescom 2012. I've always thought um, um, our very own Nick Fury. Yes, that's. I think that is very much. He would appear at the end of each of our films if we had one each. Are we going to have to stab out one of his eyes after? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so, sure. I'm so okay good with news. That. <laughs> 
But yes, so, um, and that award has to go to Mr. Dan Sheridan, otherwise known as at EA underscore Action Man, who has not only made this possible, but made it fun, um, made it bearable, made it so we didn't black out from hunger and thirst, <laughs> and made it so we could get from A to B without knowing anything about the city we've come to, rudely. I'd like um, to say, I have to apologise to the Germany as a whole, because we have usually not I'm, seen you. I'm quite a conscientious traveller and will learn things. I haven't learned a single thing. If you sent me out to go to Gamescom now, I probably couldn't get there from this hotel. <laughs> I haven't paid the slightest bit of attention to anything about this place. I have no idea where I am. <laughs> but the weather's been lovely. Yeah. And also, but also, seriously, again, organising all the schedules, it's very hard to um, communicate how complicated logistically this is. And so it's been an enormous honour for me to be chosen to help try and get the message across from Gamescom. And, and I know personally, it would, none of it would have happened without Dan. So and you think. just have to look at the coverage and the people that we've managed to speak to. These are yeah. people who are doing interviews with some of the biggest names in journalism and Ryan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we've had pretty decent access to them. Mm. And because of... Uh, Dan's contacts, we've been able to go and chat to them and get them some of them on the podcast, mm. which has been amazing, fantastic. And hopefully you have enjoyed our coverage as much as we've enjoyed making it. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> not sure how well clapping will go down on, on the record. Right, it's now time to drink. <laughs> get that that's, the, that's the end of the that's podcast. <laughs>